Welcome to the Smart HVAC Marketing Podcast, the podcast for HVAC contractors who are ready to quit screwing around and begin growing their business. Powered by Rival Digital. On this show, you'll hear from industry leaders and become equipped with the tools and knowledge you need to build a world-class business. Now, here's your host, Eric Thomas. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Smart HVAC Marketing Podcast. Before we get going, I wanted to tell you a few announcements that are coming up. First and foremost, we had a great time at Service World Expo. We met so many awesome people, and it was it was great to be able to meet in person again with people. So uh, thank you all to everyone who stopped by our booth and said hello and recorded a podcast with us. Uh, we had a great time. We look forward to connecting with you further at the ACA Fall meetings, which is coming up October 31st through November 4th, I believe, or maybe it's November 1st through the 4th. Either way, we'll see you then. <laughs> Season two of the podcast is about to launch on October the 5th, which is our first birthday. Uh, cue birthday music for Rival Digital. Happy birthday to us. Season two will be dropping. So I believe that this is actually going to be the last episode in season one. Uh, so we're ending it on a very high note, Allie. So <laughs> I'm excited. That transitions me to our next point. Allie Brown from Arkansas Airflow. How are you doing? Good. How are you? I'm super excited to be here. Yeah, absolutely. We're super excited to have you. I believe this is our first guest from Arkansas. Uh, so okay. this is going to be new. Our goal is to eventually get a guest from every state eventually every country. <laughs> I don't know. I'm glad that. we could check the Arkansas box for you. Yeah. Didn't think it would be too hard to find someone in Arkansas, but we're at 60, 68, 70 episodes now, and we're just not getting our first Arkansas guest. Well, I'm glad to be the first. Exactly. So Allie, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to all of our listeners out there uh, and tell them a little bit more about your company. Yeah. So my name is Allie Brown and uh, we, I work for Arkansas Airflow. We are based out of a little bitty town called Jacksonville, Arkansas. Uh, if you're not familiar with Arkansas, the best way to explain it is take Little Rock and go about 10 minutes down the road and that's where we're located. Um, and this is actually a family business. Uh, my grandfather was in the sheet metal HVAC world. Um, he had a company, then my dad transitioned and opened Arkansas Airflow and now um, I am helping run the family business and it is really exciting and it's really neat to finally be more on the inside. You know, when you're growing up, you're, you watch your dad go on service calls or different jobs or you hear all these things and now being immersed in it has really kind of helped change my perspective of the industry in a good way. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, we, it's a family affair. Most of our guys have been with us for 20 plus years. Um, my mom had came on board three years ago and uh, it handles payroll and HR. And, you know, we kind of wear a lot of hats around here as most uh, small businesses do. And so it's, we're literally one big family. That's awesome. So how many, how many employees do you all have in total now? We have 27. Uh, when we started out Arkansas Airflow, we, our 15th birthday is next year. So this is wow. year 14 for us. And so uh, I've been working on some big plans for year 15. Um, but when we first started out, we had, oh gosh, we had about six or seven um, people. And then we just 
it, we can't stop growing. We're, we're at that point. Um, we have been yeah. very fortunate that despite everything that's gone on in our country, we, we have continued to full steam ahead and, you know, just rocking and rolling. Yeah. Well, congratulations on the continual growth. I, I feel like, um, 2020 and I guess even this year, some there's still been challenges this year. I feel like it really was a, a very polarizing uh, effect of what happened. Like companies either came out on the other side of it mm-hmm. 10 times bigger, or they kind of just stayed the same. Uh, and it, it all really came down to who rolled with the punches the best. So right. uh, I know we were speaking beforehand about, you know, some of the challenges that you all have been facing over the past year or so. Uh, so why don't you go ahead and explain that a little bit more? What, how did you all handle the pandemic? And, uh, and I guess, what was some of the result of the pandemic for your company? Yeah. So, um, obviously the pandemic has, is kind of hit every industry very differently. Um, construction has been, there's parts of the construction world that have, have been difficult, but you know, most of the listeners are HVAC guys and they know like people have to have air. It's a necessity now. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we talk about, do you, you know, the times whenever air conditioning was a luxury and now it, mm-hmm. it it's, you have to have it and you have to have more of it. You've got to have it in your car. And, you know, you see the soccer moms, even, you know, with the fans and, and, you know, our our society is at that point. So when COVID happened, we were very in limbo of, is this going to make us, or is this going to break us in the sense of, are people going to go, well, I've got my AC, but that's all I need. I don't need any, I don't need any more. Don't need any less. Or, are people going to see the importance of having the HEPA filters and, you know, maintaining your units accordingly because of COVID-19. And we saw a lot of struggles with the fact of we had some people, we had some customers that we won't lie, were very uneasy about this virus and what's it going to do to them. And, you know, having technicians that come to your home and they, you know, our guys have been with us for a long time. Most of our technicians have been with us 10 plus years. We've got employees that have been here 20 plus years. And so most of our customers are pretty familiar with the technicians, but it's, mm-hmm. it's a fear. It's a, yeah. it's a underlying fear. So, you know, we followed the CDC guidelines of making sure we checked everyone's temperatures every day before they, you know, went out to the field. Our guys were the proper PPE. Um, we even invested in um, different, there's certain things that we use to clean the units and we went back through and said, okay, is this going to do the job we need it to do? Is it, or do we need to go with something a little bit stronger to give that reassurance to our customers that like, we're looking out for you. We, you know, we know this is scary. We know this is something that we don't know. And I think that was the scary part. And so that was one of the things that we did. Um, We really, did not see a decline uh, like we thought we would. In fact, um, things started to go a little bit the opposite direction of not only did people want their units maintenance more, they, some people were like, whoa, 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 I've got a, you know, a 96 unit. And and now with this, like I I need, I need new, I need new. Mm -hmm. And so we saw a lot of growth in that aspect. Um, Another challenge that a lot of companies are facing. And uh, if, Every person in America has tried to order something and it's been really far behind. But, you know, we had the same situation with air conditioning units and different pieces. Um, Everything you could think of that we needed to order that we couldn't fabricate ourselves 
it, it was back ordered. It was mm-hmm. weeks out. I mean, we have pieces of equipment that we ordered months ago that's still sitting 30 weeks out for some of wow. our jobs. Yeah. Uh, so we, you know, adjusting not only to that timeline of when are we going to get this equipment, but what are we going to do with our men until then? How can we shift everyone around and do what we need to do to keep the jobs going, to keep our customers happy? And at the same time, it's safety. I mean, that that was a big factor for us is making sure that everyone stays safe, not just for our customers, but our guys too. I mean, we're a family. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've heard that a lot about the equipment shortage and a lot of it, you know, not even necessarily, I mean, not only being a manufacturing issue, but also for some of the stuff that's shipped from, you know, other countries to the United States. Um, and, and as a result, I've heard of a lot of companies switching dealers, switching brands, or not, not just switching, but just selling anything that they can get their hands on, really. Right. Um, so did you all, did you all do that? Did you pivot? The, the, I guess the brands that you were selling? So not really. Um, one of the things that I really admire about my dad is that he has kept an open mind. Um, he might have a preference on things and he can give his advice to our customers. But at the end of the day, if a customer wants something specific, a specific unit that they've researched, um, if they want a ream instead of a train or you know, whatever the case may be, we have made sure that we have connections and ever with every brand we can think of to ensure that our customers are going to get what they need. So mm-hmm. we we didn't have to pivot in that sense because we we maintain those relationships and we maintain them on a commercial and a residential. And that's one thing that's really cool about our company is that, you know, on the commercial side. We do, we do service. We, we will maintenance the units. We will install them. We'll do all the things, but we also fabricate the sheet metal and then all the ductwork that needs to be done. Um, so we're kind of your one-stop shop in that sense. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about the sheet metal aspect of it. Cause it <laughs> seems like that is a pretty, like on your website, it's really the, the first thing you really see is talking about the sheet metal. So it seems like that must be uh, kind of a, the, a bedrock of your company. It has been, I will tell you from the HVAC side of things, it has been a big selling point for a lot of our customers. The fact that we can fabricate the deck work. We don't have to call and wait for it to come in and all the things. Um, That is what my grandfather specialized in. He Mm -hmm. loved building things. He typical... He, he's your typical tinkerer is what we call it here. Uh, he, He loves, he loves to make things or fiddle or, you know, just, just do things. And so sheet metal was really good for him. Um, Mm -hmm. he, so that is what his company was based off of. And my dad grew up actually in the sheet metal side of things. And as he got older, he started to see the growth for HVAC. And so that's when he was like, dad, this is where it's going to be. This is where people Mm -hmm. are going. We got to get, we got to get on this. And so my dad kind of took the HVAC side. So he and my grandfather would work together to help build out the different jobs. Um, Mm -hmm. And then as we transformed and um, opened Arkansas airflow, we said, you know what? Like we're going to be the one-stop shop for everything everyone could possibly need when it comes to your HVAC needs. So we have a full shop. We have two plasma cutters, which is super helpful because that helps us be able to lay out and knock out very quickly. Um, we have, we can weld, we can, I mean, we have so many 
pieces of equipment back there that uh, sometimes I'm like, okay, guys, like, please, if there's a technical issue, like, y'all just just give me an hour to breathe because yeah. it's like you're constantly making sure everything's maintenance, everything's working because we're constantly fabricating. And there's other companies here in Arkansas, not just in our central area, um, that reach out to us to build their ductwork. So while we're building our own, there's also companies that maybe outbid us on the HVAC side of a job that come to us and say, hey, like, y'all may not have got the HVAC side, but will you do the sheet metal side for us? And so we're able to still kind of feed yeah. everything. That's cool. Yeah, you're it's able to, really you're neat. still able to get the jobs even if you don't really get the job. Right, right. It, it has provided us a way to keep our feet in the door. Mm-hmm. You know, you always want to get in somewhere and sometimes – We've had multiple jobs where we've got in on the sheet metal side and they saw how great our guys were and how professional they were and turned around and said, well, y'all do HVAC too, right? And we're like, yes, we do. And they're like, well, g- give me a quote on that. Like, okay. And, right. and then that's transitioned that way. Yeah. I've heard of a lot of a lot of HVAC companies doing similar, uh, I guess, service when just on the plumbing side. Yeah. So like not everyone – does sheet metal that seems to be very rare to have a full sheet metal shop um, yeah if i could pick you up and take you in there right now i would show you all the cool stuff because it is really cool and our guys are super talented um and they are able to build just about anything i mean we have people come in off the street that say can you put a hole in this pan can you um can you build me a fire pit i mean we get all kinds mm-hmm. of all kinds of things. So do so. you all do you all do take on those jobs, those those oddball one-off yeah. jobs? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. It's um it's just kind of neat and it keeps our guys on their toes. Yeah. You know, when you're constantly building ductwork every day, all day. Yes, they're different sizes. Yes, they have different needs or whatever, um, depending on if it's commercial side or residential side. But you know, sometimes it's fun to throw in a little odd job here or an odd job there um, just to help people kind of keep their skills freshened up. Um, You know, we like to make sure that our, our welders stay fresh and aren't getting used to get complacent doing the same thing. So we'll say, Oh, Hey, um, we need, we need help building a rail. We need help, you know, building a fire pit. So that's cool. Yeah. It's really neat. So when it comes to like marketing and advertising, like what, what are some things that you all have done in the past that have really helped with your growth? Yeah. So um, one of the things about our company and specifically me is that I actually um, was in the television world. Um, I That's what I went to college for. And that was my, my first love, I say. Um, and I transitioned from the TV side of communications and uh, transitioned into the public relations marketing world. And I fell in love with the idea of numbers and social media and mm-hmm. watching your website grow. So when Arkansas Airflow started to get a little bit bigger and dad said, okay, you know, I know we said we weren't going to push you to be in the family business, you know. But I, th- I think we need you. I-, I think we need you to come over. I think we need your help. Just tell me Just tell me what you think. And so I came over, and it's been great. One of the things is that because we are a small family business, we didn't have too much going on. Um, we did a few things, uh, you know, 
an ad in this every now and then, or we'd sponsor, you know, the whatever. Um, so one of the big transitions for me was we're in a digital world period. And we've got to get digital whether we want to or not. So I spent about two months redoing the website. So the website you guys will see if you go to arairflow.com, that is new. I just launched that uh, about three or four months ago. So it is way more user-friendly, a lot more professional and provides everyone with a lot more information. Um, Our Facebook content was not necessarily non-existent, but it was kind of few and far between. And we have completely revamped the way that we post and what we post and making sure the branding is consistent so that it's something familiar for people to see. Um, We run Google ads, we run Facebook ads, and um, we haven't jumped too much into um, the CRM side of things just yet. Um, slow and steady wins the race is kind of where we're at uh, when it comes to those type of things. A lot of our customers, when it comes to HVAC residential, are maybe a little bit older. And so social media and websites and all the things digital aren't quite their thing. So I've been collecting data to be able to find out how we can target people. And so sometimes we've gone a little bit old school and sent out postcards or picked up the phone and called them. And so, so we're in the digital world. We have a little bit of growth. We can, we can mm-hmm. get a little bit uh, higher, but yeah, we're at a good spot right now. Yeah. I think picking up the phone and calling is still such a, just an easier way to communicate with people. Like even, even at work, like with our clients, like I could, we have like a project management board and I could just like put something in there and like send them an email alert and then yeah. wait and hope they check their emails. But I can just call the phone and be like, Hey, we just did this update. I just want to let you know. And then that's it. Yeah. And there's no communication yeah. errors. There's no one wondering what's going on. It's just so much quicker, so much easier. So um, our service department, actually someone is knocking on my door right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, our service department has um what we do a maintenance agreement, which a lot of HVAC companies do. And so part of our plan with that is we have a, I have a full communications plan lined out for our team. And our first step is we send you a postcard as a reminder of, Hey, it's time to schedule your maintenance. Um, we call you, we, if you provide an email address, we email you. And most recently what we started to do for the more tech savvy people is we have um, Calendly. I don't know if you're familiar with Calendly, but we were able to set up appointments on Calendly so we can have those people scheduled directly online. And I launched it. This is the first time we've ever done it. This is so it's super new, like just sent it out last week. And we've already had, we have 300 residential service agreements and of that we've already had in three days we had 15 people go ahead and schedule and I was blown away was not expecting it to have that great of a response but I think it goes back to um people just want they want ease they want something that's quick fast and yeah that's been something that we've seen just really blow our minds so far yeah yeah, if you're listening to this right now and you know you don't want to really either invest in or just deal with the headache of paying for a big crazy CRM system, yeah. Calendly is is great. It, one time I was talking with um not, not even a client, just I was just on the phone with a contractor just giving him some ideas 
And then he was like, I want people to be able to schedule on our website, but like, I cannot afford some of these big beefy CRMs. I was like, just get Calendly. Um, You can get Calendly, let them schedule it. And it goes straight into your Google calendar. Like if that's what you have set up with your email. So it's pretty cool. And it gives people, like you said, it gives them the, the power to be able to choose their time and date and all that good stuff. Yeah. So one of the things that I would tell if you're a small business owner, specifically HVAC, and you're listening um, or watching, (laughs) one of the things I would say is if you don't want to spend the money, Calendly is great. It has been super helpful for us. We have an email address um, associated just with our service department. The individuals have their own email addresses, but we have one that's just service at arairflow.com. And that is kind of the universal calendar. So everyone can see where everyone's at. And we link that to the Calendly account. So at any point, we can see who scheduled their maintenance is. Um, our customers have called us and actually said, I don't know what made y'all do this, but this has been great because they have the option to either submit their email or their phone number to get those reminders. Yeah. So we have some people who said, yeah, you know, remind me that y'all are going to be here via email or via text. Well, I'm a text person. And so I'm normally the one that's like, yes, remind me through text because I'll see it before I before I'll probably see my personal email. And we've had a lot of people do that. So if you're a small business owner and you're interested, it's great. Um, It was super easy to set up. We've had no issues with that. Um, So yeah, I I highly recommend it to start out until you until you get to a point that you feel more comfortable with a bigger platform. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could. You really could because like Calendly is like, it, I think it's $96 a month or mm-hmm. I'm sorry, a year, $96 yeah, yeah. a year. We yeah. use, we actually use that for scheduling the podcast. Mm-hmm. And then you could set up like MailChimp. Yes. And you so get a free account or you can pay that's even like 20 something dollars a year. Yeah. So we, it's funny you bring up MailChimp. Um, since we do commercial work and since we do sheet metal work, we have a lot of people that don't that call all the time and say, are you bidding this job? Are you bidding this job? Are you bidding this job? So one of the things we implemented through MailChimp is I said, you know, if you just want to know, I'll send you an email of, Hey, here's what we're going to send bid this week. And we all have it in our signatures, interested in what we're bidding, click here and they click it and they sign up and it's their choice. So we Uh implemented MailChimp for that. And then we were able to create a second campaign for our service contract holders to be able to send out to them like it's time you can either call us or schedule here. And so that has been super helpful and that was really easy to set up as well. So if you're just starting out or you're not really sure what you want to do, then that's, that's what I would do. I would start out with jumping Calendly. And then as you get your feet more in the water, kind of dive into the bigger platforms. Yeah. You could get like, I guess this is called the Smart HVAC Marketing Podcast. So we're <laughs> here's 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 your start to finish process if you're thinking about this, uh, and I'll give you the prices too. Buy Calendly, ninety six dollars a year. Sign up for Zapier, twelve dollars a uh, twelve dollars a year mm-hmm. for the like easiest account, or they have a free Zapier. You only really need one Zapier. Yeah. You set up a Zap, so when someone schedules their maintenance, it zaps their email into your Mailchimp account. Then you have a drip campaign going on in, in Mailchimp. Yep. So like the Right after they sign up, they get an email. Welcome to, yep. you know, we got you, we got you on the schedule, blah, blah, blah. We'll yeah. see you soon. Then you have in that same drip sequence, another email that goes out five months later. 
hey, it's about time for you to schedule your biannual maintenance. Yep. You are, at this point, you have done nothing. Yeah, uh, it's, you have saved yourself so much time. And in fact, I don't know if you have looked, but in Calendly, you can set it up. A, I call it like a mini drip campaign where it's not as invasive, but it will do the same thing. It will, when someone signs up, you, I can have it set up where anytime someone sets up, sets one up at Ramat, it sends them an email two weeks, one week, you oh, set wow. the time. And it's the same way with the text messages. You decide how often, once they sign up, how often the next communication with them is. That's so cool. that's been pretty cool. Um, one side of marketing that I do want to touch on real quick, and I know we probably have other things to talk about, but because we are a small family business and because we we're kind of in, we're, we're in the heart of Arkansas, you know, we, mm-hmm. we've got the city and then we've also got some of the country and um, we are very big about our community. Um, yeah. That is one thing that is super important to our family, not just this company, but all of our employees have supported it. And we provide as much as we can. Um, there's a school here. Um, and what we do is during the summer for the football team, we go and we take them popsicles and Gatorade and, we have a team that goes out there and takes stuff like that. We sponsor, we don't just sponsor golf tournaments because I kind of feel like that's kind of the basic of most companies. Yeah. But what we'll do is we'll go, hey, yeah, we'd love to sponsor. But also, is there another way we can get involved with you? Can we, um, you know, do you have, if it's a, a golf tournament for maybe kids with disabilities, do you have some kids that maybe we can have our guys help get around the a golf course or whatever the case may be. If it's veterans, is there something we can do for them? Can we, you know, take them out to dinner the night before or things like that? And I'm not, my dad's going to be so embarrassed whenever I tell this story because he hates when I brag on him. Um, But He, uh, growing up, I was always into sports and I wanted to swim and our high school swim team here does not have a team. Well, we did not have a team when I was going into high school. And so my dad said, you know what? Like, I'll do it. I'll make you one. I'm like, how does that work? Like, you can't just make a team. So he started our high school swim team and he volunteer coached for 13 years. Wow. Well, after I was gone out of high school, um, I have siblings that are younger and he stayed through them and he stayed even after they were gone because it was important for him to give back to the school that his kids went to in the community that we were involved in. And so that yeah. has been a really cool thing with our businesses. To this day, we still, we call the swim team and say, hey, you know, yes, we would love to, you know, you can give money to anybody, but can we buy your waters for the season? Can we, can we make sure that, you know, your all of your swimmers or football team or whatever it is has everything they need? Do they need yeah. matching socks? Do they need, um, we have a, I don't know how many people are familiar with BMX, but we have a local BMX track here. And oh, one wow. of the guys that works for us, he runs it. And so part of our, part of our community service is not only do we, you know, help him um, with the track, but I mean, we send people out there to help run the concession stand. And, um, you know, we, we want to be more than just, oh, these people gave some money. We want to show them like, we're doing this because we care. Yeah. And I think that is really what has set us apart from other companies here in central Arkansas is that we we do great work. There's no denying that. 
Um, we have a great owner and we have a great support system here, but also we have a great community and we want to make sure we give back to this community. So mm-hmm. I will say if I could offer any advice to any businesses out there is if you're not involved in the community or if all you do is write a check, um, find a different way because I will tell you that's going to be one of the most beneficial marketing tools that I've found so far. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's it, and, and it feels good too. It feels right. Yeah. To help. Yes. And it's good to know that you're involved in, I mean, a lot of our guys, their kids or some of their grandkids are in the community. And so it helps them know that we're invested. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's several ways that, you know, you can get involved and I I think it's great when people use their talents too, to even get involved too. Like you could Mm -hmm. volunteer for Habitat for Humanity. Like if you're in the, if you're in the trades then you're probably pretty good at building or construction, even if it's not heating and air, you're probably still a helpful hand that they could use or something like that. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, and we come across instances like that. Um, There is an organization in Jacksonville specifically that helps with people that maybe can't afford to have their heating and air fixed, or maybe they can only afford so many groceries a week. And so they cook, they will go grocery shop for them. And we've had a couple of calls of them saying, Hey, listen, like we don't have a lot of budget, but could you guys come look? And we're like, you know what? Don't even worry about it. Um, We're here to help. We want to make sure that they're, you know, in the summer it's hot. Arkansas heat, man, it, it's crazy. <laughs> I mean, it is absolutely crazy. And so we're real big about making sure that people are taken care of. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, we're starting to wrap up here on our time. Uh, I typically at the end ask a, a good piece of advice that you would give <laughs> to a new contractor, but we just hit on that. Yeah. So Allie, I'm just going to ask uh, one last thing before we, before we log off here. Um, What's something you would tell a contractor that they're with, if they were starting off, maybe this is their first year in business and they're wanting to really grow their business. What would you tell them? Don't give up. It's hard. Um, this is not an easy business. And when it gets hard, just hold on. It'll get harder. But the <laughs> more you push forward, you there will be a light in the tunnel. And just remember to surround yourself with the people that have the same mindset as you do and, you, and you'll succeed. Awesome. Allie, what's a good way for our listeners to learn more about y'all's business and, and get in touch with you if they want to connect? Yeah, you can find us online at www.arairflow.com. We are also on Facebook and Instagram. Our handles are at arairflow. Um, and if you have any questions for me specifically, uh, my email is pretty easy. It's just Allie, A-L-L-I-E at arairflow.com. And I'm happy to um, talk to you about whatever. Um, if you have any questions for me or, or Darren, that's my dad. If you have any, you know, want to pick his brain on kind of how he's gotten to where he's at today, shoot me an email and we can set something up. I'm sure he would love to talk to you. I know that um, it takes a village. Yeah. and he he's definitely a team player so cool and thanks for having me yeah absolutely great it's nice Uh, to talk to like-minded people sometimes about uh marketing yeah absolutely no i appreciate you joining me today um yeah and uh, i hope you have a a great rest of your afternoon i hope that the the shoulder season treats you all well and hopefully things calm down a little bit there around the office you know it's bittersweet you want it to be calm but you 
you kind of don't want it yeah. to be long. So, so we're excited. We're, it's going to be, we're going to finish this year strong. Good. All right. Well, Allie, I hope you have a great rest of your afternoon awesome. and thank uh, so look forward to talking to you soon. All right. Thank you. Right. Thank you for tuning in for another episode. If you're an HVAC contractor in need of digital marketing services, contact us today at www.rivaldigital.com. <laughs>